0: So we'll start this episode off with, uh, we have a guest today. Um, what do you, let's go with, what do you prefer me to call you during the the podcast? Do you want to go by your actual name, your comic strip name, your,
1: (laughs) well, as you know, I changed my name Mm -hmm. from zombie turtle to zero goblin.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go by zero goblin? (laughs) Yeah, you call me goblin. Call me turtle. Zombie. Oh, zombie. Okay. <laughs> so we have zero goblin here. Um, we have been planning on doing this podcast, this episode in particular, uh, since we were on. Um, we don't talk politics, um, and it just the timing always never seemed to work out. Um, schedules. We're always conflicting when you have four people trying to work together to get a schedule going. It is tough. Um, but we made it today. We got the two of us here. Um, How long has it been? A year? Oh, at least a year. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I've been doing this podcast for at least a year. So and we were yeah. working on that in the other one as well for a long time. <laughs> it, but um, yeah, so we're here today. Uh if you are looking to see zero goblins work you can go on to instagram and just do a search for zero goblin um i will be sharing tagging when i share on uh instagram and everywhere else so you can connect that way as well there'll be links to connect to him quickly um but yeah we have been trying to do a mandela effect episode for a very long time i am excited to do this one i'm excited to get this one over because every time i research it i feel like i'm going a little bit more crazy (laughs) (laughs) it just there's so much stuff that pops up that i'm like yeah that's not right that's not how it's supposed to be (laughs) um but i did want to start off by asking a few questions just uh about uh about the comic and everything else So I guess, and these are going to be, I am, I'm not the best at interviews. I'm not the best at (laughs) asking all the questions. And I won't lie. I had chat GPT come up with some questions for me, (laughs) (laughs) which I hate the fact that I'm using it, but I, I made sure I said thank you after I was done getting the information from, and it was so creepy because it was like, oh, you're welcome. And I'm glad, I hope the interview goes well. And I'm just like. I don't like talking to a computer like this and having responses like that, where it makes me feel validated and good inside. And I'm like, this is not something I should be getting from AI, but yeah. So either way, um, I guess, can you tell us a bit about yourself and how you got started doing the comics?
1: Um, well, like you said, I'm zero goblin, formerly known as zombie turtle. I had to change up the name and everything because uh, there's a bunch of like people I no longer talk to that still tried to contact me. Like narcissistic kind of people. Right. <laughs> you know, I get that, that situation. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, change all of it. Plus, I felt like I, I wanted to start fresh artistically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, w- I was doing a bunch of different stuff, like horror art, I was doing uh, commissions for. Uh, beer companies, doing labels and stuff. Okay. But I wanna focus more on my comics because whenever I try to start a comic or something, it gets pushed in the backside, everything else gets done first. Right. So yeah. I want my main focus to be comic books. Okay. And that's why I started Zero Goblin. And my my main comic character is Galactic Man. Which is uh, basically me in like a like a galactic superhero kinda way. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just a way I could do like my autobiographical stuff without actually being real, realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to tell stories in my life, but do it in the lens of this character.
0: Okay. Gotcha. How long have we followed each other on Instagram? Oh, it's, yeah, about the longer than we've been trying to do an episode mm-hmm. together. So it's been a couple of years for sure.
1: I'd say, at least five or six years.
0: Yeah, it's been a long long time <laughs> i was gonna say, i've been out here for two years and i think that's when i started this podcast because i was mm-hmm. just doing it by myself and then yeah we've been uh talking through uh, the old podcast as well so it's it's been a while yeah <laughs> um for like uh what got you into i guess drawing originally what kind of got you and even even more so, what got you into comic art as well? Um
1: well, I grew up watching stuff like the Tim Burton Batman, mm-hmm. the uh what's it what's it called? The Christopher Did Christopher use Superman, but like what's the director's name? Can't remember. I don't remember <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs>
1: well yeah, I, I watched those, watched Ghostbusters,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then watched all the cartoons. So I would just kind of like, um, it was a combination of my parents also drawing. Okay. Like my mom would draw sometimes. My dad would doodle all the time. Gotcha. Um, but also like there'd be action figures and stuff that my parents couldn't get me. So I would draw instead of play, you know, like I would create these stories and stuff using like Batman and stuff like that. Then I started creating my own characters as a kid. Gotcha. So yeah, basically just emulating my parents and whatever was on TV.
0: (laughs) Gotcha. Now that's yeah. I mean that's I think how a lot of people were influenced when cartoons as a kid and stuff. Like there's just I just remember Saturday mornings being like such a good feeling of just like I don't have school today. I can sit Mm -hmm. around, eat some cereal, watch cartoons and some days I'm like I forced myself to do that as an adult. All like, I'm like, yeah. I need a Saturday where I'm just being lazy, watching some cartoons, eating some cereal. Um, one thing uh, I just saw recently—I don't know if you've seen—but I was wondering if you were excited for the uh, X-Men. X- yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just saw just the previous the tonight. Oh, it looks—I that honestly, X-Men. I'm trying to think. It was X-Men and. There were two, like, major, oh, and the Batman series were, like, the two that, like, defined my childhood of, like, this is two of my favorite cartoons Mm -hmm. growing up. Um, And I think, I feel like Batman was, like, after school, I'd get home and I'd watch Batman. And, yeah, it was just... It was, like, Tiny
1: Toons, Animaniacs, and then Batman
0: would come on. Which was...
1: What was was that fox or was that Nickelodeon uh
0: I think it was Fox because no
1: WB was it w- WB's not fox is it
0: no I'm yeah, trying fox to think because I didn't grow up with cable I didn't fox have was
1: spider-man x-men
0: yeah I guess WB yeah WB was on standard television when it like it wasn't on cable or whatever when it came out channel 23 <laughs> I still remember the yeah. channel number um <laughs> But I remember a lot of channel numbers like uh
1: MTV was thirty-six for a while, then it became eighteen. I don't know why I remember that.
0: That's <laughs> just yeah. I think
1: Nickelodeon was twenty seven. That sounds right.
0: <laughs> yeah, but no.
1: Speaking of speaking of uh that like nineties childhood.
0: How old are you? I you am know? eighty I was born eighty four, I am thirty nine. Okay. So you're just a year older than me. Okay. So we basically watched the same stuff, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. But and, and
1: like you, yeah, I didn't always have cable. But when I would, I would, I would just, like, zero in
0: on the TV. Because mm-hmm. I was like,
1: who knows how long I'm going to have this.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose we did have it for a little bit. Because I remember Cartoon Network was, I mean, I remember Johnny Bravo. That was just mm-hmm. ridiculous. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there were certain cartoons Ooh, I oh. guess I do remember. <laughs> I loved uh, Snick.
1: Was it Snick? Snick.
0: Was it the... It was, it's like Saturday Night... Yes. Saturday Night Nickelodeon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At Are You Afraid of the Dark. <laughs> yeah. My shit. So there speaking was...
1: of Are You Afraid of Dark, I was watching this YouTube thing last night. This is when I messaged you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he, he's, talking about, he's talking about the show. He's talking about the DOS game that was on the computer. And, and every now and then he's sparsing in these commercials from that era. Okay. And Smokey the Bear, he shows the Smokey the Bear thing, and he goes, uh, "Only you can prevent." And what do you think he says? A forest fire. Right. Right. That's what I said because <laughs> I was it. I was like, "Only you can prevent forest, but, he, but in the commercial he goes wildfires."
0: So is this and a I newer guess, commercial or an older commercial? No,
1: it's it's the older one.
0: Okay, that's an I issue. Guess, I guess he's always
1: said. <laughs> I guess he's always said no. wildfires. No, yes, no, right. <laughs>
0: That was, I did see a Smokey the Bear thing pop up, but it was also what his actual name was, which was Mm. Smokey Bear, not Smokey the Bear. not the,
1: right. I always heard Smokey
0: the Bear. That's what I called him.
1: That's what I said, yeah.
0: But no, yeah, for sure. It was a forest fire. There's no doubt about that. Because we didn't call them
1: wildfires back then.
0: No. Um, I'm living in Oregon now, and they have a fire season, which is interesting. I... Never heard of that before. Didn't know that was a thing. But yeah, like, it's, like, the air quality is super low. And, like, I'll always Mm -hmm. send my parents pictures of what the air quality is at when it's, like, super bad. Like, I mean, the first year I was out here um, during fire season, like, my eyes were, like, beet red. Because there's so Mm -hmm. much smoke in the air and everything. And, like, if you're not working indoors, and my job is a lot of it's outdoors. um, Yeah, it just, it really messed with me like breathing Ooh. was harder my eyes were all messed up but yeah be streamlining that mesothelioma right <laughs> <laughs> we get nice. on that lawsuit um, <laughs> um but they uh yeah no fire yeah, forest fire. fire it was it was forest fire <laughs> it was definitely forest yeah. fire that's all mm, this is what we're talking about these are the things we're talking about today <laughs> yeah <Segway. A> segue segue <laughs> um <laughs> Which, I mean, we can hop right into it. Um, so, the name, Mandela Effect, it uh, obviously comes, well, not obviously, but comes from Nelson Mandela. Um, there was Fiona Broom, who is an author, researcher, and her focus is mainly on ghosts, fairies, and alternate histories. So, <laughs> that's the quite the grouping. That's a ghost. Comma fairies, ghosts, ghost fairies. I believe it, it could be a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's ghost, comma fairies, um, and alternate histories. Um, uh, mm-hmm. huh? Real quick, you do your you do ma- mainly like cryptid stuff, right? A lot of it's cryptid. I try and I've got so I've got an app, it's called um, what is it Catch called? I'm gonna look it up now. I <laughs> wish <laughs> it's all your, uh, uh I crypts. you know. I thought about doing that and I'm like, no, nope, it's going to be obvious that this is not the normal way I do an episode. Um, what is it called? I call it the will of destiny, but it's a uh, mm-hmm. daily decision is what the app is called. So anytime I come across something either on Instagram or Twitter, well, X now, i um, <laughs> Anytime I come up with something like, it seems like it's going to be an interesting topic, or YouTube, I guess, too. Like, my suggestions on my YouTube are lean towards magic and uh, the paranormal. (laughs) That's about all I get for videos popping up for me. Um, So if something comes up on there... go. Mine's
1: paranormal, or like video games, or like 90s shit.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, it's all like, a lot of it is... The prof, any videos the prof puts out, and Command and Quarters mm. is another one, like, which makes sense because these are the things I subscribe to and everything. So that's why mm-hmm. it's pulling up on there. But yeah, so if something pops up, uh, the daily decision one, you can just add it. You can make your own wheels. There's wheels on there that are pre made, like what should I have for dinner? And it gives like 10 different yeah. options. You just hit it and it chooses for you. So I just have a wheel that's all uh, podcast topics. Um, and a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them are cryptids, um, (laughs) but I will just like, I spin the wheel, whatever comes up, that's what the next episode's going to be on. Some reason I ask, Uh because have you ever come across, uh, ghosts of cryptids? You never hear anything about that. Ghosts of cryptids. There was... a ghost
1: of Bigfoot or something.
0: (laughs) There was one... It's on my will, but I can't remember exactly what it is. Um, I'd have to look it up. I've got like a hundred different topics on there and right yeah, now. There's, like, there's ghosts, ghost
1: cryptids, but ghosts of cryptids. Ghost of the cryptid.
0: Um, yeah. I guess probably not. I mean... I right? <laughs> I guess that doesn't... It
1: make me think of that because you were like ghost fairies. Ghost <laughs> so fairies. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, so what if these cryptids or fantasy creatures die and. And if you believe in ghosts, then you believe that cryptid would have a ghost too, right?
0: I don't see why not. I feel like all creatures have souls, right? All dogs go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so, 1990s again. All bigfoots against... go to hell. All oh, bigfoots. <laughs> I hope not. I hope it's just. Yeah, I know. I don't right? know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> bigfoots don't seem like they're causing a lot of trouble. I mean, they're just you no, know I existing and floating around doing their thing, traveling through portals, whatnot. You know, <laughs> the usual. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Yeah. So, alright. So yeah, real listen. Real real back in. Going, good. You're good. I backwards. off topic is usually how it goes when I have somebody else doing it with me, which is which is <laughs> I enjoy. Um, <laughs> let's so we got Fiona Broom, who was at Dragon Con in 2005 um, it was a Dragon Convention, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. she was speaking with one of the guards like i guess security guards or something there about Nelson Nelson Mandela and they i think what happened was he popped up on tv or something this is 2005 and right. they were both under the impression that Nelson Mandela died in the 80s in prison um which Apparently, is a popular belief among countless numbers of people, not just the two of them. So she made the MandelaEffect.com website, and kind of right now, if you go to it, it goes to a YouTube page. Um, hmm. But it, like when it was first created, it was kind of a forum for people to like connect over. Like, hey, I thought this person was dead, or I thought Nelson Mandela was died in the eighties. Did you think that too? And there was this just giant mass of people who were all like, "Yeah, I remember seeing his funeral on television. I remember his wife giving a speech at the funeral." Mm. In my mind, I mean, like, I was—I just said I was born in eighty-four, so—and they're thinking like early eighties when the funeral happened. I felt i knew he was in prison i remember nelson mandela being in prison when i was younger and i don't know why i assumed i thought he died in prison as well he actually died in 2013 so like mm-hmm. not even that long 10 years ago uh 10 11 years ago which see the the only thing
1: i I love the whole mandela effect thing
0: mm-hmm. but
1: the only thing i don't know is men the mandela effect like I didn't know anything. I know who Nelson Mandela was, but I didn't know about, he was in prison. I didn't know he, the conspiracy about him dying. I didn't know any of that.
0: Okay. Yeah. And it's just, I, it's not a conspiracy if it's true. That's what I was, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like, so there's a ton of people that remember it that way. Um, the, thing, the thing that I find so weird is that
1: other than Nelson Mandela, how come most Mandela effects are like pop culture stuff now. You don't hear any (sighs) more history ones.
0: I think there is, well, kind of pop culture, kind of history. It's the first one I got Mm. on the list. Um, I feel like it's more because these are things that are more noticeable. Like, people Mm. still, like, it's something, I don't know. Like, I'm terrible with history. Like, I'm terrible with dates, for one. Like, in history yeah. class I could never remember dates when things were happening. Um, I could remember things happening like separate, like I had most of the battles when I was in middle school I had most of the battles memorized of the Civil War and everything, but I didn't know dates. There's dates mm-hmm. on all of these things. Um and it's I just literally
1: just memorized uh the declaration year. <laughs> I was like, "That's something I should memorize." And I feel like it was, it's only been like the past four years that I dedicated to remember that.
0: Is that seventeen seventy six? Yeah. Okay, just make it... sure <laughs> like. There's there's some dates I remember, but overall, no, I don't. I have dates I'm not good with, and yeah, <laughs> I
1: don't know. I honestly just don't like history at all. I mean, it's interesting. Right. It's happened. But unless there's like some sort of mythological element to it, I really don't care. <laughs> like yeah. I'm probably never going to watch Oppenheimer because I just don't care.
0: It was good. It was all right. I'm sure. <laughs> I it was. like it. Yeah, I know. I, I get that effect. I, I, and I think more I just like Cillian Murphy than that actual. What's his name? Cillian Murphy? I think it's Killian. Kelly Murphy the main actor yeah I just actually yeah. like him as an actor a lot and he did a really good job acting in the movie but mm-hmm. I cared more about that than the actual premise of the movie but it was just... you, want to know, you want to know the only <laughs> thing that got me excited
1: for the movie was just a small cameo of Einstein <laughs>
0: yeah that's because okay. I
1: don't know for some reason like I don't know if this this happened to you or, or any other like younger kids even today but you'll see somebody, and automatically just be like, "Oh, that person's cool," and you just like think about that person every now and then. Right. Like when I was, I won a, um, I won like a, uh, a key to the. It was an art museum in my town. Um, they would give once a year to like uh, middle school kids. But I did a portrait of Einstein. Uh huh. And ever since then, he's been like, "Oh yeah, my Einstein's my gay."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, like I, like math is something like i hate
0: right but the same thing is
1: like i love abraham lincoln for some reason it's just like <laughs> but like in my mind he's like this like
0: seven foot buff dude who like fights vampires and shit well i mean there was a movie a documentary made about yeah. it so <laughs> no i get uh, yeah i did a. I think it was seventh or eighth grade i did a report on einstein like oh yeah? The actual, like, yeah, I have no idea how all the math works and everything with that, mm. all the formulas he came up with everything. And, like, just hearing, like, some of the thoughts on, like, there was recently something just popped up since I started doing this. It was some kid. He's, like, 13 years old. and He's supposed to be, like, the smartest kid in the world right now. But he brought up, actually, about Mandela Effect within the last two months. Um huh in connection with CERN. Uh, his name's Max Ooh. Laughlin. So I that want to was... I a little bit with uh, you on that. Yeah, CERN is... CERN is Which interesting. It's
1: weird that you told me the Mandela Effect happened in, what? You said 2005? 2000... Yeah, 2005. But what's weird is, I thought the Mandela Effect only became a topic in the past three, four years.
0: So... 2000... I think CERN ran their thing in 2008. They ran the actual, like... Uh, right, And that's when a lot the of people... uh uh-huh. Hydron But I also saw something about 76-something uh, happening with the Hydron Collider. Oh, really? <laughs> the God Particle was discovered July 4, 2012. The... What is it called? The Hans... Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the Super oh, Proton... Gosh. so it says the super proton synchrotron became the workhorse of cern's particle physics program when it switched on in 1976 the first beam of protons circulated the full seven kilometers of the accelerator on may 3rd 1976 so this isn't the one they have currently the large hadron collider but that was the super proton synchrotron synchrotron (laughs) so that's the sps so they've been doing things since the 70s um
1: they're the company that discovered the internet right they yeah the internet.
0: i believe so i believe the internet came either it was created by them or it was like their work made the internet possible um yeah. but yeah switzerland
1: Bunch of So th- uh, so they smashed the Synchron
0: Pinkron. So they smashed the Synchron pinkron. Everything went wrong. But it's same... it opens up come It's basically you stranger internet. things. <laughs> you have the internet, yeah. enjoy the knowledge, you'll the go internet. crazy. You will free Facebook. <laughs> yes. The the <laughs> modern wonder of our civilization, Facebook. <laughs> Let me see. You so may
1: have this knowledge, but do not create social media. We warned you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is like, yeah, that is I think that is a big part of our downfall has been social media. <laughs> Especially younger people. Yeah, it has such a huge effect on people like... Because we can do still more studies before, the before times. I remember, people
1: would never remember the before times and it's just going to be social media their whole lives.
0: Oh yeah. I, because I was... I was in college when Facebook came out I like, mm-hmm. and it was at that time, it was just, if you were a college student, you could get on Facebook. Right. Um, which at and that point I didn't care about it. Uh huh. I didn't, I didn't even care about <laughs> Facebook and I was like, Oh, whatever. And now I, whatever i don't even i have facebook for marketplace that's what i have facebook for i don't post on it i don't mm-hmm. read people's posts or anything it's all just give me marketplace it's great <laughs> i was one of the people who deleted mine during the pandemic <laughs> i did de- like yeah i actually i deleted my account and i it was without it for like a year and then i was like i do kind of like marketplace so i mm-hmm. redid it like it's up there i have like one or two posts and that's about mm-hmm. it and that was like a year or two ago when I posted last on there. It's just because people ever ask me, like, how are you doing out there and everything? You're not sharing sure, any That's like, okay, yeah. I'll post something. And I was like, I don't want to get back into posting on here all the time. Mm-hmm. And Instagram's good enough for me. And I feel like Instagram is a lot less, like, negative. Like, I, I mean, I follow what I want to follow. I get to right. follow accounts that are, like, people that are creative and make things. And their ads so are like, spot on. Yeah, for sure. That's also true. <laughs> so yeah, your like the only only ads I get that I don't get pissed off about because they know exactly what I'm looking for. I might actually want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have clicked on ads before, and yeah. so their 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 algorithm there is working. So <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's uh, let's break down a couple of the um, let's go through this list of. Mandela effects that people are claiming are actual Mandela effects and not just, you know, uh, misremembering (laughs) misrememberings. So I've got, let's, the first one I was going to do was, uh, you said pop culture, I guess it's more history than pop culture at this point because Ed McMahon, I guess you have to be a little bit older for this, uh, Mandela effect as well. Do you remember Ed McMahon? who he was, what he did. He was like the, what was that called? The House
1: Sweepstakes or something like that. He was like a lottery dude, right?
0: So that's what a lot of people remember. So Ed Ed McMahon was originally uh, Johnny Carson's late night show, uh, The Tonight Show's co-host. But he went on to do American Family Publishers not published, right. not Publishers Clearinghouse. Okay. So Publishers What's Clearinghouse, <laughs> Publishers Clearinghouse was the one that gave out the big checks to people. Big checks, right. Right. And everybody remembers Ed McMahon giving out these big checks, but Ed McMahon says he never did that. He worked for American Family Publishers and it was only his picture was on the logo. He would do commercials or whatever was one of the was one of America's leading marketers of magazine subscriptions that's what it was hmm. so he was there for that as far as he was like kind of the spokesman for that but um yeah he never do you think you ever remember seeing him hand out checks not really okay i feel like i remember seeing him hand out checks this is the whole thing of like this is why it gets worse every time I research this because, yeah. like, every time I get a little more like confused and maybe swayed one way or the other. Like, yeah, that was a thing. No, that wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just like looking at pictures of things and like having my mind change. Like, yeah, that does actually look more right, but yeah. it and it's not the way I initially thought. But it's so that that was one. I mean, like I said, that yeah, was. I-
1: I thought he was a clearinghouse guy, but I don't remember him specifically going...
0: Doing like the checks. It. Okay. Yeah. And it, and that was the thing. They were both popular at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it could have easily been confused for me. Um, the biggest one that everybody is on is the family of bears that was children's <laughs> literature in the early 90s. How do you... Remember? Do you remember that family and that those books? One hundred percent. And how do you remember them being named or what was? It's not name? just that I remember; it's
1: that <laughs> it is one hundred percent Bernstein because mm-hmm. that is how the teachers pronounced when they read it to our classes. That's how we all said it to each other as kids to talk about. Right. We have never once said Bernstein.
0: Mm hmm. So yeah, that that is. So the, in the reality that we're in currently, (laughs) everything (laughs) says that the author's names were Berenstain. Um, They say the books and the show was all the Berenstain Bears. But I am definitely on team Berenstain Bears. And I think Mm -hmm. growing up, I called them Bernstein Bears. Bernstein, yeah. So even with the, according to this, it's Berenstain. Or Stain. but yeah, I was always Bernstein bears. Like, but I've also had like more of a lazy speech most of my life. Like, I would <laughs> cut words down and stuff. Like, just make them yeah. shorter, whatever. But either way, it was always Steen. I remember mm-hmm. that vividly. But that is that's like one of the biggest. Another one that was a big spark besides Mandela, uh, the death of Nelson Mandela. Um, that's one that is very highly debated online. This next one, I'm willing to die on a hill for, um, the fruit of the loom company. Are you familiar with their, their products? Mm -hmm. Um, how do you remember the image looking like? What is their, their logo look like? It's like a group of fruit. Okay. Do you ever remember there being anything else with the group of fruit? I know you're going to you're
1: going to mention
0: the cornucopia. I am going to mention the cornucopia. But
1: if you were to tell me it was always there, I would I would have believed it. But also if you tell me it was never there, I would believe that too. Cuz cuz I I
0: don't specifically remember
1: it being there, but you could convince me otherwise.
0: <laughs> I remember it growing up being there. It's definitely not there now. It's definitely it hasn't mm-hmm. been on the label and they say it's never been on the label ever fruit loom says we've never had a cornucopia on there i r- specifically remember growing up because i didn't know what a cornucopia was and mm-hmm. it was there and then i remember like around thanksgiving like my parents would occasionally decorate for certain holidays and my mom had a cornucopia and some of the little pumpkins and gourds whatever yeah and i remember learning then that's what a cornucopia is and that was what was in the background of the for the loom logo on the tag of your underwear the tag <laughs> underwear t-shirts um, I feel like I remember more on the t-shirts more so than eh, no because the underwear used to have like that um, almost like a silk label mm-hmm. and I remember seeing yeah it was on there in color. That's the thing. It's just, it is so like vivid in my mind. I remember that growing up and I'm looking around like for other brands that might've had that on it that I thought maybe that's yeah. where the confusion is, but can't really find anything else that had a cornucopia on their logo. Like at that time in the like early nineties, late eighties at a time when I remember, uh, the logo. So that one, uh, that is seriously one that like really bothers me because it just was so, like, it was unique because I didn't know what a cornucopia was, but I remember right. seeing it on the logo. And then, but to me, it also doesn't make a lot of sense because I was when I think of a cornucopia now, I think more of gourds and the tiny pumpkins yeah. and stuff, like more of a mm-hmm. fall thing. But at the same time, I do remember seeing that on the logo. So there's that. <laughs> um, so this is where, like, it starts getting to
1: mainly branding right like pop culture right and it is a lot Completely abandoned history
0: yeah i don't let me see and it is mainly yeah it's i don't have any other i can't think of any other examples that are history wise so weird it's just i mean like kind of like you said that like neither one of us really like history is not something we like something we are like super deep into so we don't remember it as much but like Branding is something everyone sees. Like mm-hmm. if, even if you're not buying the product and you're in the store, you're seeing this branding show up. Right, And it's just, I think to me, that's what makes me feel like it's more legit that people have seen these things or haven't seen these things. Um, mm-hmm. just because it is so in your face with, I mean, America, we advertising is its own industry. Like that's right this is how you sell items you advertise it you make the labels and everything look like something that should sell (laughs) but yeah
1: so uh,
0: we briefly mentioned um
1: cern but we didn't really talk about cern's connection to the mandela effect the cern um, uh we were about to but then we we went on a side tangent
0: i want to go through a couple more of these okay just a couple more um I know another big one. This one I don't remember. Um, but a lot of people... So you remember the movie with Shaq where he plays a genie. Mm-hmm. And then he had the... Which was called Kazam. And I do remember that because he also released a line of shoes called... I believe the name was Kazam. And they were yeah. like just these high-top basketball shoes. I thought they were the coolest thing ever. Never got a pair. Um, but... Yeah, so the Shaq came out with Kazam. A lot of people talk about a movie with Sinbad. Are you familiar with Sinbad? Mm Mm-hmm. Called Uh, Comedian. Uh Uh-huh. They are saying he came out with a genie movie called Shazam, like a couple couple years before Shaq's Kazam came out. Mm -hmm. There's no record. there's like no physical records of it. Uh, people say they tell these stories how they vividly remember going to the theater to see the movie. Um, and like one of them was like, yeah, I went to go see that. It was the first movie I ever saw by myself. My two brothers were a little bit younger, wanted to go see something else. So they, my mom took them to that and I went and saw Shazam. Um, but yeah, people are, that one I don't remember. I do not. Neither do I. They say there's a lot of confusion. It might have been the first kid or whatever where he's like popping out of the mailbox on the cover and it kind of looks like <laughs> a genie coming out of a... But they also said he did a... Um, there was a late-night series they were doing where he was dressed up like a genie, but it wasn't a movie. Mm-hmm. But he was like hosting this film festival online on, on some channel, I don't know, with like, I think the old Sinbad movies or something. But That's either way...
1: I mean. Mm-hmm. isn't aladdin like kind of based off the real life
0: sinbad who was like a uh sinbad the sailor <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> which are some of my i, I remember those because my grandma when i go to my grandma and grandpa's house they had the the old sinbad claymation movies did you ever see those no they're so great if you can find them. it's mainly live action but like all the creatures in it oh, are yeah. claymation okay. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm, I'm
0: remembering one of them. There's one where he's like fighting the skeletons with the mm-hmm. swords coming down the stairs. I remember that scene and I remember the Cyclops. Those are the two I remember. And I think he like right. th- throws a rock or something the the eye. Of the, so but did he ever meet a genie at the time? I think there is a genie. No, I I do think, because I think Sinbad was based off the, uh, like the uh, 40, what is it? 40 nights or whatever the Alibaba and his 40 like that whole storyline. Cause I was doing mm-hmm. one of the old episodes. I was just looking up, had about a rock in it, which is this giant bird that's also in those stories. But I do think there is a, uh, I do believe there's a genie involved with that, but hmm. not positive. We'll do two more. Um, monopoly man. Right. <laughs> uh, how would you, how would you describe him? If you had to give a physical description how you remember him.
1: Um like a tuxedo, a top hat, and a mustache. And a
0: mustache. Oh, and a cane. I am not gonna I'm not gonna fight this one either way. Um but the monocle is what a lot of people bring up and say they remember the Monopoly Man having a monocle. Mm-hmm. I don't remember particularly either way, but that is another one that's been big as far as people having a lot of conflict over whether or not he did and did I did, have a cane. Uh, he you know I've got a monopoly <laughs> set. <laughs> he does have a cane. This is okay. the he's got a c he's got a right, cane yeah. top hat. No monocle though. Big mustache, big white mustache. Um but yeah, I think I feel like it was like Ace Ventura. Yep. That kind of made people think that because that
1: guy has the monocle and he punches mm-hmm. him out and, yeah
0: yeah and i could i could see where that like and that's the thing like a lot of these come up where people are like it's a you're making connections from other things you've seen that make you mm-hmm. think that the similar one was the sally field where a lot of people when she was getting i can't remember one of the awards and a lot of people remember saying you like me you really like me yeah. Which is also according to current videos, what she actually says is, I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. <laughs> hmm. Which Sounds terrible. does not sound right. And also uh uh-uh. <laughs> And there's also the scene in the mask where Jim Carrey's like he does he yeah. says he really like me. <laughs> so yeah. it's where he's reenacting that. And it's just like mm-hmm. We have these connections, and maybe it's not right, but it, that also just does not sound right at all. Like, it does not. Mm-hmm. But a fun fact is that Sally Field's brother works at CERN.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I
0: don't know why, but that's a, that's a weird connection that was brought up somewhere. Um, the last one I'm going to do, and this is, did you grow up eating frozen pizzas? Mm-hmm. Did you? Do you remember the really... Cheap brand that used to come small circle ones. Yeah. And what what was the name of that brand? Ah, uh, what was it called? Tostinos? Right. But it's really called Totinos. So No S. No S. <laughs> but I I will also stand on that hill that I used to be Tostinos. Right. And nobody I think I
1: still call it that even though
0: even if, it, I I even, <laughs> even if I read it, <laughs> I'll still say it as Tostino's. Yeah. It's yeah. like they were the cheap. You could, I was, I think we didn't grow up with a wealthy family or anything. And mm-hmm. that was a easy cheap dinner. <laughs> like what were they like? And two or three bucks. Yeah. It was so good at the time. Even when I would, even at an older age, which this is probably disgusting. I shouldn't bring this up. But <laughs> I was, when I would come home from a night of drinking, I would mm. put one in the microwave for five minutes and roll it up and eat it like a burrito. Right. Like, like I was going to say a taco. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a different time in my life. No, but I mean like it was just, it was cheap. It was so good. It was easy. But yeah, I've been eating them. I had been eating them most of my life. And it was, I was always calling them tostinos. Yeah. So, all right. We've gone through some decent, um, some decent, uh, examples of what the mandela effect is and where large group of people have an opinion on it it was always this way and a large group says no it's been this way um which there are some different explanations um i guess we can start with the the most fun one the one i think would be the coolest one if it were (laughs) how it actually worked (laughs) out which is cern um, so I had to look up. I wasn't sure what the name actually meant. The name CERN is derived from the acronym for the French. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this because I don't speak French, but Conseil European pour la Recherche Nucléaire, or the European Council for Nuclear Research. Um, it's a provisional body founded in 1952 with the mandate of establishing a world-class fundamental physics research organization in europe so they've been around since the 50s uh 1952 which is it's a long time Mm -hmm. um and they which i did not realize i always thought they were like within the last like 10 15 years like they showed up because they're so advanced (laughs) and like the work they're doing is crazy um but as we were talking about earlier they're in possession of a large hadron collider uh it has proton collider oh my gosh thank you (laughs) (laughs) i I, yeah i've been watching videos on cern all day and i still am pronouncing it wrong (laughs) um it has protons traveling through it it is a 17 mile basically a giant circular tube um it travels these protons are traveling uh close to the speed of light um, and when they collide, they replicate conditions similar to those shortly after the Big Bang. Um, the CERN discovered a new proton, the Higgs boson, boson or the god particle. Um, a large concern around it is the possibility of creating black holes. So that's cool. That's, always, that's not a major concern at all. <laughs> It's just this (laughs) giant black hole that will consume everything. Um, The LHC may have unknowingly... This is some people's thoughts on this, is that the LHC may have unknowingly disrupted the fabric of our universe, um, a rupture that could potentially thrust humanity into an alternate universe similar to our own. Um, This goes with the theory of just like unlimited number of universes and just these i know they've talked about how cern is trying to create um basically gateways to other dimensions if they can which is always mm-hmm. exciting because yeah i mean i've seen stargate i know how this works out i've seen <laughs> what's going on, stargate what's the uh stranger things like yeah. I, I think that is kind of what i think that's kind of based off cern and stuff um mm-hmm. But yeah, it just seems like there's this, and it's, how many, what did I say? Uh, in 2019, it had 2,660 scientific, technical, and administrative staff members and hosted about 12,400 users from institutions in more than 70 countries. Like, So this is this giant, giant organization of just really smart people who understand how all this works and understand how the... Einstein formulas work and (laughs) they are which I mean it's it's the work that's coming out of it is just stuff that does not make sense to me and I just I hear it, it just yeah it's just crazy what they're doing and the stuff they have the ability to do um so that is one of the options that people are throwing out is the possibility that there was which I was talking about earlier. So Max Laughlin, who's this thirteen year old genius, basically, just recently came up with the a prototype for free energy. Um at thirteen. Actually he was younger than I think he's thirteen now. He was younger when he came up with that uh, the prototype. He's an alien. He's <laughs> he ain't human. No. Uh, so yeah, no, it's just um he'd listed um and this like i said it's weird because this video like he just came out with a video recently within the last two months um about cern um he's got worries that cern may be aware of disturbance in the space-time continuum and believes that mandela effect memories may be part of the original universe he his thought is that we were the black hole was open and we were switched into a different universe in a quick, they were talking about the po- not Max, but like other videos I was watching was talking about the possibility of like us being constantly switched between universes, like not even recognizing it's happening, mm. um, and that's where there the false memories um, or Mandela effect comes into play. Is where we're we're switching where these minor like it's basically the exact same universe we're in currently with the tiniest differences because like say in one universe you're walking on the right side of the street, the other universe you're walking on the left side of the street. It's like things you wouldn't even notice that are different because it feels like you're just doing something normal. Um, Mm -hmm. but like, that's kind of what they were talking about with the infinite universe possibility is that there's all these infinite universes with all these different infinite scenarios playing out. Um, which, I mean, like, honestly, all I can think of is all the Marvel movies lately with, or TV shows with, uh, where you've got the alternate timelines, or you've got these alternate universes where things are the Spider-Mans, where all the different yeah. Spider-Man universes are colliding and everything. And just, like, I feel like they've definitely, <laughs> which, I mean, that's always been a comic book thing, is the different universes, mm-hmm. different, even within the same, like, comic book series and every, or yeah. comic book pr- uh, distributor, or what do you, company i don't know what you call it <laughs> um but yeah it's just like but it seems like it's more the more research that's coming out it's more of a possibility that that could actually be reality um yeah. and it's just it's it, i don't know if it's scary because like if it's happening i'm not realizing it's happening then it's not really scary because i just keep living my life like i always have um I yeah. That was so that was the CERN thought. Like that's where mm-hmm. they're they're worrying about black holes opening up and sucking us into different universes. So <laughs> that's it's an option. That they have... <laughs> you hear like the weird stuff about them, like they have a, a
1: statue of Vishnu or whatever, like the goddess of death in front of their building. I feel like I've heard that but I haven't seen it. And then like right before they collided the hydron um they did like the dance of death i've heard that as well like filming it
0: (laughs) i remember now that you're i was gonna say now that you're mentioning it i remember hearing things like this completely Mm -hmm. like that's the thing like i had heard about cern i knew it existed i knew it was they were doing a lot of super advanced scientific uh research and stuff but i did not like go any deeper than that Like Mm -hmm. this is this is the most I've looked into CERN, and the more I look into it, yeah, the more it seems like things are going little. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, but I definitely will look into that. I'm I. uh, So I told you, like the more I do the research on this, the more I just get more like not. It's not scared. It's just like I don't know uneasy. There you go. That is a great that is a great word (laughs) for what I'm feeling (laughs) uneasy. Um, <laughs> but on a little more, maybe, uh, maybe a little less scientific, less, well, it's still scientific, but other ways that this could be happening. Um, the power of suggestion is something comes up. Um, these things pop up. Like that's oh. your problem. <laughs> yeah. That's I, I, sometimes I feel like the internet was given to us just to, just to mess with us, just to be like, yeah, hey, here's here's all the information out there and you sort through it and see what you can figure out (laughs) it's like i don't need all this information (laughs) there's a theory that that
1: information no longer exists that the internet was wiped clean of like more than more than 90 percent of what used to be on there
0: i would i would believe that i mean like it's
1: called the dead internet theory dead internet there all that if good you google dead. anything you only get five six pages in before it says there's no more results
0: Which i have noticed that with the search i did recently there was like one page of results right and it's like it seems kind of low for whatever the topic i was looking up at the time <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a new one so basically like sound <laughs> got rid of all our useful information and kept all the yeah. <laughs> you can say it. Yeah. It's, uh, and that's thing. Like, I utilize the internet for a decent amount for work and stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm also only looking up a very specific group of things. Like, and when I'm doing, like, my own outside of researching for episodes, <laughs> most of my internet usage is, again, very similar, paying bills going to websites shop or whatever, it doesn't usually drift too far out of my normal everyday stuff, you know? Yeah. So I guess I would be unaware of all the stuff that was missing, which I, well, that's not true because I tried to load my space the other day. <laughs> it would not load on my phone. Like it's, I haven't tried it on a computer yet, but it would not load mm-hmm. on my phone. It would load. Like it was super slow loading. And I saw at the top, there was, like, articles. So I don't even know what MySpace looks like anymore. There was something... I saw a meme or something popped up. I was like, I wonder if my MySpace account's still up, which I'm sure it's not. It's been... Yeah, I had MySpace before Facebook, so it's been, like, 20-some years. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, but the MySpace would not load on my phone. But, yeah, so I guess, uh, like... Occasionally, I do drift for my normal my normal searches and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and it does seem like uh, getting rid of the MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the power of suggestion. Um, so it kind of comes up where it's like, I guess you would say, leading the witness, basically, um, asking someone if they're like. So the reason I was asking the questions the way I was was because I, on one of the episodes I was listening to, it was like. The power of suggestion is something that a lot of people use, where they just present this information to you, like "Do you remember this like it was, which is no longer like it was," as opposed to "How do you remember it?" Um, right. So, like when I asked for the Monopoly Man, I was like, "How how would you describe the Monopoly Man?" Mm-hmm. As opposed to, "Do you remember him having a monocle?" Um, one thing I came across in one of the episodes was talking about how, with the power of suggestion, sometimes. Child Services had complaints of questioning kids, um, and it brought up, like, they had been molested by the way they were asking the questions. Right. And it caused, like, so many issues, and they've since changed the way the questions are asked, but it was, like, with the power of just suggestion by the way they're asking it, like, people were getting in trouble because... And I mean, with kids, like, they're so easily swayed and stuff. Like, if you tell them something is this way, it's probably that's probably what they're going to lean towards. They mm-hmm. believing that you're saying this as an adult, this is what it is, or that would be one, one of the ways that they say is power of suggestion could be one of the issues where the Mandela effect comes into play or false memories. Um, a schema is another thing. Schema, S C H E M A in psychology and cognitive science, a schema, plural schemata or schemas describes a pattern of thought or behavior that organizes categories or information and the relationships among them. It can also be described as a mental structure or preconceived ideas, a framework representing some aspect of the world or a system of organizing and perceiving new information. Schemata influence a schemata influence, attention, And the absorption of new knowledge people are more likely to notice things that fit into their schema while reinterpreting contradictions to the schema as exceptions or distorting them to fit Um, schemata have a tendency to remain unchanged even in the face of contradictory information schemata can help in understanding the world and the rapidly changing environment Um, people can organize new perceptions into schemata quickly as most situations do require complex thought when using the schema, since automatic thought is all that is required. Um, so yeah, that's another thing. Just
1: it's a lot of words for just it was like, <laughs> whatever you remember is not going to be changed by what people tell you,
0: right? And it's how you you perceive things as they fit into your own your own Scheme. connection with reality, right. like you remember something this way because these other things connect and they are similar to this. And that's how you remember that. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, like that's a mental view of how it could be organized and put together the wrong perceptions. Um, mm-hmm. Or it could just be called Tostinos and everybody's called Totinos now. Um, <laughs> we already talked about the parallel universe hypothesis, which is basically what, the Same with CERN is the people wormholing between universes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the Hydron Collider, it kind of looks like a big portal, yeah, it's a big and circle. It, it is. And that's, I, I definitely get some holodeck or not holodeck, uh, Stargate vibes from it, right. Like, it just seems like something where you're going to be walking into, you have the possibility to walk into an alternate reality. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know, I it, it's. I don't know i always assume the worst things are going to happen when stuff like this is taking place like <laughs> yeah. things from a reality an alternate reality or a different universe that we don't want coming in here are going to be coming in
1: i think it's funny when when they were talking about um going back to cern when they were talking about colliding the hydron mm-hmm. thingy whatever i remember thinking like oh what could happen you know what what's what's the craziest thing and what's funny to think about is like the next day it's like Ooh, Skechers is a spell with
0: us. (laughs) Everything's changed. My world has changed. (laughs) Damn you, son. When they talk about how, like, it's such a quick change that you don't even notice it's happening, Mm -hmm. that, I don't know. I think that's where some of the more unease comes for me. Like, and it does bother me, like, that these things are coming up and I'm like, no, this is, I know. This is how I saw it in my childhood. Like I know 20, 30 years ago, this is the reality I was in. And this is what I saw. And now you tell me that never happened. Like that's what makes me uneasy. And like talking about like some people are saying CERN could, some of the videos and stuff I watched and read was saying how like CERN could knows what they're doing and they're Mm -hmm. able to manipulate history like being able to figure out how to actually change things. And like, like I said, it's such small things like, yeah, that doesn't bother me. But the thought that it could possibly be something larger later on c- covering up things, possibly that shouldn't be covered up is more of my concerns are around, like not being able to learn from history because history has been rewritten. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like... Yeah, Again. A, there's that theory that
1: the moment um, time travel is discovered, that very moment, that means time travel has always been around or whatever. Right. Uh, I'm probably saying that wrong. I I, I, I think I get what you're saying. <laughs> it's like the moment we discover it, that's the moment it, it's ha- it had already existed. Right because of the paradox of time travel, right? So Right. There was a uh, I'm going to get the school wrong, but for sake of not remembering, I'm going to say Columbiana or or was it called Columbia Columbia University? Those, uh, yeah. Yeah, one of those big names. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, some somebody like somebody transferred a particle in like 0.00 milliseconds to the past or something like that. Uh-huh. And and I feel like at that moment, when they discovered that, then, like, time travel is
0: happening, you know? Right. Like, 20 years down the road. But it's... Yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) Like, time travel has been invented. It is. If we can transfer energy to a different time, then that would be, like, the beginning of time travel, which is now time travel's always here. Because everybody from that moment on, when that happened it is yeah nope i gotcha <laughs> it's just yeah time travel is another one that just kind of like the thought of it and the effects of it and just it's a lot to take in i can't remember i was watching some or some show i was watching like an actual like, like a television show or something where they were talking about like yeah that's not how time travel works and it was just like seeing how like it was supposed to be, like, a more realistic... Like, they were talking about how, like, if you see yourself in the past or whatever, it messes up. It's like, no, that's not how time travel works. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the different... Like, so many things could come out of time travel, which, again, <sighs> I don't like to... I, I feel like I sound crazy when I'm like, yeah, somebody from the future could come to the past, change one minor thing, and then... <laughs> It changes forever, and we don't know because it's been changed. But it's like some asshole that keeps losing bets because he's an idiot. It's like,
1: <laughs> oh, uh, it, it was it was mirror mirror on the wall. No, it wasn't you idiot. It was magic mirror on the wall. <laughs> you want to
0: bet so on that? You
1: know, they, <laughs> and they, and they, we want to bet on it? And time travels and
0: Time, right? It's just so the the time itself is just so that's another one I don't like to think about too much because it's just that deep rabbit hole you go down where like all these possibilities of like how the future works, how the past works, how the present works, We're like oh, we only have the present moment. Well, you only have the present moment if time travels and event of the future at a later date and they're coming back from the future. it's just <laughs> it's, it's too much. But I'm excited for today. I'd love time travel. I think that would be fun to go visit other, just visit other times, and see how the world yeah. was. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not. Yeah, there's definitely some times I'd be avoiding, but I'm sure yeah. there was other periods of time that would be very cool to see. Um, this yeah. one guy, I forget what his name was. He's an interesting name,
1: but he had a, he had a cool theory that said like when you go back in time like you go to different parts of the world you don't you don't go back in time and you're sitting in the same spot in a different time because the world is
0: rotating makes sense so the
1: world was on a different the world was on a different rotation 70 years ago than it was today or something like that right and so you would like you go back 70 years and you pop up in France or something like that
0: which that yeah That seems like it makes, I mean, it's a constantly moving, (laughs) so that seems like it it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Last, I think the last one I've got is confabulation, Um, which is to talk informally or to hold a discussion. Or the third one is to fill in gaps in memory by fabrication. Uh, it's a major characteristic of brain-damaged patients. It's the ten- tendency to confabulate, to hide and disassemble, dis- to hide so and dissemble about their damage.
1: Everyone who th- everyone who thinks it's Bernstein is brain damaged. <laughs> We've
0: all got brain damage. Well, I mean, from the from the uh, can suck through the wormhole. That's gonna right. gonna have some effect, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They talk, that's confabulation is something that. Which, again, it's, I mean, it's characters for brain damage patients, but it's also something people just, you fill in the gaps because it's like trying to finish someone's sentence or something. It's like mm-hmm. you assume this is how it's going to be. One fun theory that this is all my own another, I didn't come up with this from anything else, is, so you know how you have those dreams and you're, like, falling and you wake up and you're, like, you shake yourself awake? Mm-hmm. I feel like we're jumping, jumping universes every time that happens, which mm. doesn't happen often <laughs> for me. But, uh, when it does, my world does not seem right the next day. Most days it doesn't seem right, but <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> that was all the information I had on it. Um, but yeah, let's, let's plug you. What's, uh, where can we find you? Over, no. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said it, I felt bad. um, <laughs> Where where can we find you? What can we
1: We're basically just Instagram. Kay. I don't I really don't do anything else, so I feel I like mean, that's... Hell, I barely even post on Instagram anymore. Right. I'm trying to. But Zero Goblin. Okay. Um I don't know if you can find me just putting Zero Goblin, but you could also put a dash between Zero and Goblin.
0: I think I found you with Zero Goblin just searching that way. But yeah, okay. but I also follow you, so that's probably why it popped up quicker. But either way, yeah. zero dash goblin on Instagram. I do, um,
1: I do a podcast every now and then with some people. Okay. Like murder cake. Murder cake.
0: That. What's mm-hmm. that? What's that all about? <laughs> uh,
1: man, what, what is it about? <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> is it kind of just getting together and chatting with friends, or is there? is there some topic to it? okay i mean that's similar to what we were doing on we may have a topic but the episodes were more about just hanging out with friends and talking about things yeah. we like <laughs> and usually <laughs> going off on tangents <laughs> <laughs> all right murder cake i will i will look it up as well um lankt e e. I i believe it's backslash t-o d-o-t-u or d-o-t-u podcast um one of the two but you'll find it all of the socials are on there um yeah well thank you for coming on today it was a blast i'm glad we glad we actually got this down and done and years of years of planning (laughs) so no that's awesome um yeah it wasn't boring no no you're good i'm like i said i really did actually enjoy even just The chatting with you going off on tangents that's i I love having an extra person there to go off on the tangents with so (laughs) all right but we will go um, if you want to have me on again we
1: could maybe do the dead internet theory thing dead internet theory so i'm Uh, very interested in that or even matrix glitches (laughs) okay i'm listening that was one of the first things we talked about me going on talking about glitches in the matrix right like the cat show, I remember the cat showing up twice. It was <laughs> <laughs> basically like, like people seeing like animals walking through fences and, or uh, airplanes being stuck in the sky and shit like that.
0: Okay. Which I've heard, awesome, uh, I've heard like uh, <laughs> when people see ghosts and stuff, it's somebody walking through a former outline that was there in a past reality and their energy Mm. is being transferred over through a a glitch in the matrix if you will showing up walking through the walls and stuff (laughs) that i've heard yeah that i i'm always down for anything out there anything out, (laughs) out of the norm that's uh fun to talk about i enjoy it but yeah it was good let's uh We'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Zero Goblin, for joining us today. And we will all see you. I'll see you the next time I see you.